So this one's rather childish in, in its nature, but um, when dating, the transition, um, at least one aspect of the transition from trying to date someone and dating in high school to college um, in terms of like putting yourself out there, reaching out to another person and saying like, hey, I like you, I feel you, um, you know, we should go get some coffee sometime or we should go on a date. Um, you know, high school is unique. Um, because I think for a lot of individuals, even if you went to a sheltered high school, there's some real world aspects, right? Um, a lot of times kids in a high school are a reflection or a mirror or a transient for what they see. They bring it to the building and then it becomes a microcosm of all the different experiences that individuals have had leading up to that. And then you kind of get to college and it's a bigger sample set of that microcosm and then supposedly you get out into the real world and everything kind of works out and, and you start to see the vast array of diversity um, in opinions, in views, in culture, in attitudes, behaviors, all that kind of stuff. Um, but the main transition, I think, because from high school or from college to the real world, the real world, as I put it in air quotes, um, isn't necessarily all that crazy and i say that because a lot of the aspects that you'll see in in college you'll see in the real world um there's a lot of freedom there's a lot of flexibility now the timing and the scheduling tends to work out a little bit different because of classes and and the way things are set up but for the most part you know going to a bar meeting somebody um, meeting somebody at work equivalent to meeting someone in class high school though out of those three in the transition is the most unique and I'll say this because um, for me, th this is like a big thing for me, um, which I think is kind of childish, but um, it just is part of me. And, and you work on, you know, kind of growth and, and factors like that is um, high school is very unique in the sense that you saw the same people every day, all the time in rhythmic sort of secession. Um, college, it's asymmetric. The other day I had a friend um who and I, we had a 300-day Snapchat streak, and she wanted to end it. Not because she didn't think we were friends, but because that was something she needed to do. That changes the way we communicate, right? Because I'm not going to reach out as often. Um, you know, that was something where that was a constant stream. Now you've ended that. Well, there were no other communication avenues in which we were constantly communicating. There's no, there were no other ways where I was aware of what was going on in terms of what she was doing, where she was at, which isn't a necessity. I don't have to know what she's doing and know where she's at. For us to be friends but it, it is a unique dynamic change and shift in the relationship and if you still want that constant stream of communication it one has to be mutual and two um has to um well one it has to be mutual and two it has to still be fluid in, um, in its nature but back to high school um in high school you saw the same groups of people and because the domain right the the sample set was small i went to a high school of 2000 kids and so you cut it in half and then you say you're only going to date upperclassmen. You've now reduced the number of people that you're observing, knowing facts about to about 500. And out of that, you know, for lack of a better term, you cut out the people you think are weird. You cut out the people you don't think are that attractive. You cut out the people you think are too attractive. And you start to narrow in and nestle into this, this, uh, this space where you're like, okay, I'm good. These are the people that I feel comfortable dating. You kind of observe. And because high school, again, is so small, even if you went to a massive high school, like to me, massive was like four to five thousand people. Even if you went to a really large high school, you still knew a lot of information about people. And because the sample size was so small and because there's a lot of constraints and restrictions on what people do, 
you can know a lot of information, right? So that, that's sort of the direction I'm going in. This is the information that you know about another person. Because in high school, people, you know, the joke is, you know, people are two-faced in high school. Actually, my assessment is that people are one-faced in the sense that they don't have the ability to be super multidimensional, right? Because the multidimensional people burn out or the multidimensional people don't have enough friends who are of that mindset. And that changes in college. So you usually have a pretty good generalistic sense of what somebody is, who they are, what they do. Um, and so in high school, the best assessment is, you know, if I wanted to date somebody and I said, I like this person over the course of a couple of week, okay, a couple of weeks to a month, I can evaluate, maybe put more effort into communicating with them, talking to them. And I also know who else they're talking to. Granted, Snapchat took away, you know, you could see um, the visual of seeing whose best friends people were. But even with that, you still kind of got a sense. Who were you hanging out in the hallways? Who were you having lunch with? Who were you hanging out on weekends? You could see it on the snap, even though you couldn't see who's pe who people's best friends were. But you had a generalistic idea of where you fit in, right? I could, with 70%, 80%, in some cases even 90% confidence, say like, hey, this individual's feeling me. They're not really talking to somebody else. So they are talking to somebody else, but they prefer to talk to me. This is more platonic. This is more um, relational. Like you got those senses because you, you were able to, even if you weren't necessarily quote unquote popular, you were still able to know all this information and make a valid sort of, you know, at least for the most part, I hope, a, a rational assessment of should I tell this person, hey, I like you, in hopes of getting the positive response you wanted back. College kind of operates a little bit differently because you don't. Like I, like I mentioned earlier, they're asymmetrical relationships, right? In high school, everything's symmetrical. Effort is mutual and usually pretty equitant and knowledge is pretty equitant and widely available, right? Everybody knew that one girl in high school that was a quote-unquote slut. Everybody knew that one, on girl, one girl who was a quote-unquote prude, that one dude who was a little bit too into the Bible, that one dude who was more concerned with his biceps and bitches, all that kind of stuff. You knew all that information. It was easily accessible, and if you, it wasn't, you could just ask one or two people, right? The, the Kevin Bacon seven points of connection in high school, the points of connection are like one. It's one-to-one, one, right? If I don't know you, I know someone who knows you, right? And it, there's not a whole lot of points of connection. So I can evaluate if someone's filling me, if someone enjoys my company, if someone likes me, if we're having a lot of communication. The thing about college is it's different in the sense that it's asymmetric, right? You might have an individual who you communicate with via Snapchat every day, but that might not be their primary mode of communication. They might not think of that as being a serious mode of communication for you to then develop a relationship off of that. Or you might text them every day and they have a person that they're really intimate with on Snapchat because of different things that you can send and the nature of the messages, right? They might have a side piece. They might have, you know, a fuck buddy. They might have something of that nature that you don't know about, which my critique isn't necessarily of the, you don't know about it. The critique is more of my mindset and my personality, but that is, the distinct difference a lot of times that I struggle with, right, is, you know, uh, well, I, I wouldn't even say I whiffed. I've swung and missed wildly on individuals where you put yourself out there, right? You've hung out, you've communicated, you've talked, and you, you know, you're batting it up and or you're lining it up to swing and whew, you whiff horribly and you miss because you don't have the same information um, 
you don't have the same access to information. And I would say it's not as easy, which means you have to put more effort in. And it's also not as clear cut. So even if you do put more effort in, right, you might hang out with someone eight hours a day with the intent to be in a relationship. They might hang out with you eight hours a day because for those eight hours, they don't have to deal with people trying to be in a relationship with them. Um, so th that nature, the base analysis and the base conclusion you come to is there's a transition and you see a lot of people struggle with it. And something I struggle with is as you transition from dating in high school, right? So if you dated the same person from high school into college and through on, you don't really see this, but if you haven't dated the same person and you, you know, broke up with someone either at the end of high school or midway through your college career and you now have to start over one of the biggest assessments one of the biggest things you have to realize and adjust to and sort of assess as you move through the situation is okay it's no longer a symmetrical relationship information isn't equal communication and access isn't equal um and knowledge isn't equitant so all those things that you had in high school that made a relationship symmetrical made a relationship easy to pursue because you had information right i should or i shouldn't go for it right it was pretty much easily available to you in college that information isn't and the thing is you can try to dig but the points of connection are no longer one-to-one -one, right mentioned earlier that if i didn't know somebody i knew one person who knew that person right in my group of you know my dominant circle and then my secondary and my tertiary circles of connection right if i didn't know you at middleton high school it was probably because you were living under a rock. Not because I was super popular, not because I had a lot of friends, but primarily because between those three, you know, concentric circles, you have to know somebody who knows that individual, who rolls in circles that that individual rolls in and can you can evaluate information that way. In college, you and I can be friends and literally know no other points of contact and have no other, we have no other points in common and people around us that we hang out with don't have other points in common. That's rare, but it's more it's more possible. And it's more plausible because I went from two thousand to thirty thousand. I went from thirty, you know, two thousand to thirty-two thousand. Right? That's you know, sixteen times the number, thirty thousand more people. There's no way for me to, you know, be able to have that information. Right? You take a girl that you really, really like, and you've been communicating with constantly. You could have a snap streak for one hundred and sixty days, and the person's be like, "Oh, I thought we were just chill, cool, whatever." Right? Um, you could FaceTime every single day. The information is insane. You, you don't have access to the information of what else are they doing. And so, you know, for me, the reflection part comes with understanding that's okay. Um, I've, I've tried to kind of dive into the scary part of that and just put myself out there. If I whiff, I whiff. If I don't, I don't. It's cool. Um, but kind of understanding that dynamic and putting, understanding that, you know, the, the base principle from Commons the Light is a relationship is effort. I will match your work. One of the, the, the preeminent lines and one of the preeminent focuses of that of that song. Right. So you apply that to something like this. And that is in high school. I don't want to say you could be lazy because you couldn't. But in, in high school, you didn't have to put as much effort in. So you still had to put effort in. You couldn't be lazy, but you didn't have to put as much effort in because the information was easily accessible. Transition to college, you have to be more deliberate. You have to be more pointed. And you also have to carve out time, right? Everybody's busy in their day. You have to be flexible, more flexible and more adaptable. You know, high school, everyone's on the same eight-hour eight schedule. You transition into college and into the real world. People are on asymmetric schedules, and that's the biggest transition, and that's the biggest adjustment is understanding that asymmetrical nature of college of the real world, quote unquote. Um, 
And so that's something that I know, you know, individuals struggle with, but it's something that can be very easily transitioned. You can make the transition. It takes time. You'll get more comfortable with it, but that's an observation um, made that I, I know for a fact is difficult.